No one is an island. Where do ideas come from? Are they our own? Or are we channeling some spark from a larger flame? In this programme, we examine the relationship between artists, writers, scientists and philosophers on the receiving, possession and transmission of ideas. Culture is a complex process of sharing and signification. Meanings are exchanged, adopted and adapted through acts of communication. The tools we use, the photocopier, camera, computer, encourage, in fact insist upon, the act of cutting, copying and pasting. It is second nature. Through mimicry and repetition, we learn. In the beginning was the Word, the in the beginning was the Word. In the beginning thee was the Word, beginning in thee was the Word. The beginning was in the Word, beginning thee and was the Word. In thee was beginning the Word, thee and was beginning the Word. In was the beginning of the Word, was in the beginning the Word. He was in the beginning the Word, was the in the beginning the Word. If I'm to broach the subject of ideas, the first thing that springs to mind is a sequence in one of David Attenborough's programs in which uh, we see a chimpanzee holding a stick and then inserting the stick into a piece of uh, fallen tree and then he pulls the stick out of the fallen tree and on the stick are a lot of termites which he then eats and this kind of leap of imagination that leads to survival and an enhanced quality of life is, I think, central to the notion of what an idea is. We live in a culture where the notion of imagination is belittled, but looking at things like this, it's clear that to have an idea is really the mechanism by which we survive and by which we continue to grow. In many ways, the whole notion of an idea is seeing something as something other than what it is. So the way that Leonardo would encourage his students to look at unkempt walls and see the shapes and the creatures and the landscapes within them, I think integral to the idea, and this is why the Dadaists and the Surrealists with their ideas of collage have been so far-reaching and still, despite the co-option of Surrealism by advertising, it is still powerful, this concept that one thing can transform into something else, with this thing that I like to call the leap, where something transforms. I want to look at what children do. If you watch children playing, what they're doing mostly is let's pretend. Let's pretend this stick can change you into a frog. But if you have this bottle top and you shine it at me, I can't fly anymore, something like that. Those are the kinds of games that children like to play. And they play them absolutely incessantly. And everybody sort of intuitively knows that children playing is important. When a child is saying, let's pretend, what they're really saying is, let's imagine. Imagining is the possibly the central human trick. 
That's what distinguishes us from all other creatures. We can imagine worlds that don't exist. We can not only imagine them, we can imagine what is going on within them. We can change details. They're exercising this great talent of imagination. They're becoming humans, actually. They're growing out of being animals, and they're becoming humans. They're learning to think about how other worlds could be. You think about this world by imagining alternatives to it. Children learn through play, but adults play through art. Charmed situation. There's nothing remarkable about it. After all, little children will sit in a corner, a little boy will, with some mud and pile it up. And he's building a crusader castle. And it's a crusader castle for him. Well, there's one in his head. Once you have these notes in your heads, you can sing a million different tunes by mixing them up, like this. Doe, a deer, a female deer. Ray, a jumper for the sun. Me, a name I call myself. But I long away to run. So, I need a pulling thread. La, enough to follow so. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. That will bring us back to dough. Away me. The first three notes just happen to be Do, Re, Mi, Do, Re, Mi, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti Good! But it doesn't mean anything! The idea of invention and, and ideas as art is something different but equally as important because I think that what art really is, is it's like a laboratory for the rest of life and the laboratory from which practicality emerges. It's the place where concepts and notions are played with. And without this playing with the world, without art and without wanton playfulness for the sake of it, art for art's sake, I don't think that civilization would exist at all. Vicky Bennett asked me to say something about ideas for a radio programme. I've thought about this for several weeks now, but the fact is I find it difficult to have ideas about ideas. The whole idea of having ideas about ideas is already like being trapped in a hall of mirrors. 
anyway, in a monologue like this, I feel like I feel like yeah, I, feel, I feel like I'm going around, going around in circles. It's that hall of mirrors again. Down a hollow to a cavern where the sun has never shown Like a door that keeps revolving in a half-forgotten dream What is an idea? What's an idea? An idea is something that comes into your head. You know when it's there because if it's like you're just walking around, then suddenly you look at something, then bing, oh, I have an idea. Follow the yellow brick road. 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 You know that saying, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That's when somebody has the same idea. I had the idea, and it almost seemed like immediately afterwards, I was at a meeting, somebody else was talking about a very similar idea. Slightly different but very similar to the point where I was just like, ah, bing, that person's had the same idea. Ditto, said Tweedledum. Ditto, ditto, cried Tweedledee. He shouted this so loud that Alice couldn't help but saying, hush, you'll be waking him, I'm afraid, if you make so much noise. Two days later, I'm in a conference or something, and, and I'm just like, ah, bing, someone else has had the same idea. And I think it's because we move collectively as a group. Oh, it was a great idea. Hmm, just great. And even if you're on the front wave of that collective group and you're having novel ideas, which we all do, you're not going to be the only person on the front wave. The moon came up with a great idea last night. Yes, it took the moon to do it, because before I knew the moon came up. With a great idea, all right. Tonight, tonight. Novelty emerges from the combination of idea with idea, the transfer of a technique from one trade to another, the adaptation of an instrument to an alien product, a shunting of a process toward an unfamiliar objective. I get ideas. I get ideas. As ideas are fused, novelty gets endowed with degree. The microphone, the electric circuit, the vacuum tube are conscripted into a conspiracy by which a broadcast brings the performance of a symphony to the people of a nation. Radio renders obsolete the large horn and the vibrating needle by which music was accorded a faint and noisy immortality upon the phonograph record. Creation arises from a union of familiar things. Novelty is touched off by a talent which ranges from sheer genius to a mere mechanical gift. I kind of think you get ideas. 
You know how I adjusted to that problem of the radio in the environment. Very much as the uh, primitive people adjusted to the animals which frightened them and which probably, as you say, were intrusions. They made, drew pictures of them hmm? on their caves. And so I simply made a piece using radios. Now, whenever I hear radios, even a single one, not just 12 at a time, as you must have heard on the beach, at least, I think, well, they're just playing my piece. <laughs> <laughs> An idea comes, and you see it, and you hear it, and you know it. How does it come? It comes like on a TV in your mind. I'm sure you recognize this lovely melody as Stranger in Paradise. But did you know that the original theme is from the Polovetsian dance number two by Borodin? So many of the melodies of well-known popular songs were actually written by the great masters, like these familiar themes. There's that theory of um, Rupert Sheldrake, the scientist, has this theory of morphic resonance where he basically thinks our consciousness is we are sort of radio sets, our brains, and our consciousness exists in the ether and we just tune into it. Yes, here are 120 of the greatest works of Strauss, Beethoven, Schubert and many more, performed by Europe's finest musicians. Uh, it's a priceless introduction to the classics that will enrich every home. But there's a great deal more. You also get this special collection of piano masterpieces. 30 of the most beautiful melodies ever composed for the keyboard. The next track is, is another song of yours, John, that's called Because, and yes. I, I seem to detect some sort of classic overturn in this. Is this by design or...? Yeah, sort of, you know. Uh, Yoko plays classical piano and she was playing one day and I don't know whether it was Beethoven or something. I said, give me them chords backwards. <laughs> and I wrote because on it, on top of it. Oh, Moonlight Sinatra. Oh, Moonlight Backwards. Backwards. <laughs> something like that. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What's an idea? Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about an idea. Okay. Do you ever get ideas that are brand new, that have nothing to do with anything else? Sometimes. Hmm. Is it good to copy people? No. Really? Actually, yes. Really? Do you ever learn when you copy something? Sometimes. How? Sometimes. I just make a little bit of an idea and cut it in half and mix it up with another idea to make a new half. I cut it from my mind and I dug it out. It was in your mind and you dug it out? Yep. Uh, just dug it out from my mind. Don't touch the microphone, please. The juxtaposition of two separate shots by splicing them together resembles not so much a simple sum of one shot plus another shot as it does a creation, Sergei Eisenstein. Small fragments. Small fragments. I'm actually interested in the way that objects flow through our networks and end up. I like to think of it as in the other room, the puzzle is all together. Perhaps unaware at our 
feet. But they keep flipping in just one piece at a time. When we least expect it, and then we have to kind of learn to accommodate that. It's almost like it's um, you take a large puzzle and you put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And I think once you start playing with it, then you are interacting with it. So you think we should keep our ideas to ourselves? I mean, there's hardly anything that's really, truly original. Everybody's just taking a little piece of this and that that they've been influenced by and putting it together. And sometimes we should share small fragments. Thinking about that small fragment, that little fish. It's like a combination of pieces. Will bring in more. We should share ideas and give somebody the other half of your idea and keep the other half. What would you do if you each had your own half of an idea? You could have the wrong one and you could give it back. Small and you fragments. Give the wrong half back to the person who had that right half, and the other person could give that wrong half back to the person who had, had that right half. Desiring an idea is like a bait on a hook. Okay. If you each had half of an idea, could you make a new idea from that? Uh-huh. If it's old, and the new half would be another idea. Round Like a circle in a spiral Like a wheel within a wheel Never ending or beginning On an ever spinning reel Like a snowball down a mountain Or a carnival balloon Like a carousel that's turning Running rings around the moon The metaphor of dwarfs standing on the shoulders of giants expresses the meaning of discovering truth by building on previous discoveries. Its most familiar expression in English is found in a 1676 letter of Isaac Newton. If I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. human mind, of course, cannot create something out of nothing, and ideas never enter the most facile heads out of the ethereal blue. The mind can work only with the stuff it has on hand or can pick up. Because... But, as it is stored with notions, images, memories, it can bring familiar things together into new patterns. Millions of us possess such an ordinary gift, however rare genius or even talent may be. The advance of useful knowledge demands no more than turning favorable conditions to account. So, how does it come about? How do ideas come about? Where does art come from? Is it just out of thin air, as um, libertarians and laissez-faireists tend to think, and romantics as well, that uh, they imagine that people like Beethoven walk around with symphonies in their head and Picasso did not rise from his bed each day, amble off to the local Starbucks, throw open his laptop, and, simply by the act of staring at the screen, 
produce marvels. Truth is not like some finished product in which one can no longer find any trace of the tool that made it. I came up with this word then, which is the word senius. So genius is the talent of an individual. Senius is the talent of a whole community. And you get something that is actually an ecosystem. It's not a hierarchy. Ideas improve. The meaning of words plays a role in that improvement. Is it realistic, Jody, for a contemporary music artist to not be a copycat of some sort? Well, tradition is a copycat, and most people love tradition. I'm not saying that's what sells. Oh, you have no idea. If some people's like, hey, that's my idea, they mean by that that I can't believe you had the same idea as me. 99.9% .9 of the musicians sat in their room, picked a hero, and emulated it, and tried to cop that sound or that Me Part of it is making yourself open to ideas so that when they do emerge, your mind is fertile, ready to be sort of almost pollinated by these ideas as they come through you. But it's impossible for it to just stay static if it doesn't move, if it doesn't develop, if it doesn't become something else. But in the detail, you might have to actually jettison what it was that got you started. But they need to have been what they were in order to become what they eventually develop into, just like a flower needs a seed in order to grow. Many creative people develop their strategies early in life. They may not be as aware of exactly what they're doing when they create. The most often described sensation is that of a trance, of time losing meaning, and of an intense focus on the materials at hand. Artists talk as if they had no idea what could result when suddenly, Bing. the idea appeared. To all appearances, the artist acts like a mediumistic being who, from the labyrinth beyond time and space, seeks his way out to a clearing. I've got a question for you. Do you know what an idea is? What? What? Where do you get it from? Your brain. Where does your brain get it from? The sky. I think ideas are like, it's something that, that just pops up in your head and you, you, you think about it. I just believe that they come from your spirit. I think it, it comes from your spirit's thoughts. What you would like to do is to relax the other parts of your brain especially the parts known for an impetuous nature, and give them free reign. The rigid, pattern-forming parts of the brain can come in later to shape this material. More and more, I have the feeling that we are getting nowhere. I honestly think you ought to sit down calmly, take a stress pill, and think things over. Slowly, as the talk goes on, stop. We are getting nowhere, and that is a pleasure. Stop. 
will you? It is not irritating to be where one is. Will you stop? It is only irritating to think one would like to be somewhere else. My mind is going. Here then, form is no other than emptiness. Emptiness no other than form. Form is only emptiness. Emptiness only form. Hier also, Form ist nichts anderes als Leerheit. Leerheit nichts anderes als Form. Form ist bloß Leerheit. Leerheit bloß Form. All, All things are, are by nature, nature void. They, they are, are not born or destroyed. Nor are they stained or pure. Nor do they wax or wane. Also gibt es in der Leerheit weder Form, so, in emptiness, noch Fühlen, Denken oder Wollen, no form, noch Bewusstsein, no feeling, thought or choice, weder Auge, Ohr, Nase, nor is there Zunge, Körper, Verstand, no eye, noch ear, Farbe, nose, Ton, Geruch, Geschmack, mind. Berührung, no color, sound, smell, taste, touch, or what, what the mind takes hold of. Nor even act of Keine Unwissenheit oder deren Ende. No ignorance or end of it. Noch all das, was aus Unwissenheit entsteht. Nor all that comes of no withering, no, no death, death, no, no end, end of them. Originally we were nowhere. And now again, we are having the pleasure of being slowly nowhere. If anybody is sleepy, let him go to sleep. My mind is going. I can feel it. The idea is more than you realize, and if you're true to it, when the work is finished and some years go by, you can even get more out of it if you've been true to the idea in the first place. Ideas are a dime a dozen. That's what they say, and it's true. An idea is worth nothing on its own. So throw your ideas out, you'll make new ones. <laughs>